0: TheYeshiva.net So what was the point we learned yesterday? Which I don't see pessimistic at, as pessimistic at all. On the contrary, I see it as very real, very real. That there's two types of inspiration in Avedis Hashem. One is delusional. but when we say delusional it doesn't mean like we say delusional the guy is you know just out of it delusional is sometimes big and that's really i think what's what we should appreciate about this that we're used to delusional inspiration you know you feel good for 20 minutes a half an hour an hour some good songs some you know good kiddish afterwards it's like why not uh, and sometimes people think that that's the essence of Yiddishkeit. And what Alter Rebbe is teaching us here, it's called the Mioinus Shav, a person, you know, it's a, it's a, you find a way of feeling good about God. That's basically the inspiration that is very common. and It's it's not, I'm mean, going to use the word, he doesn't use it, it's manipulative. Manipulative means, you you, you, you know, you're trying to fix your own system. Yeah. <laughs> he says a real relationship with ain't Soif is a real relationship with ain't safe. It's 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 both ways a relationship doesn't mean that i have a crush on you and you don't know about it <laughs> that's a crush that's not a relationship right we all know the difference a relationship means that we're both we're both invested fully your heart is there and my heart is there That's what a relationship is. A relationship is, there's a two-way street here, or even deeper, a head-and-head collision, I should say a heart-and-heart collision, not just a two-way street, you know, I'm going there, you're going there. It's not just reciprocal, it's, there's a meeting of the souls, a meeting of the souls, and essentially, but you're dealing here with infinity, you're not dealing here with a person who I give you, you give me, you need my company, I need your company. He says, that's why it's a gift that Hashem, that it's a gift, it's a gift, I, I, I want to be yours. I want to be connected with you. That's what allows any real emotion that's not just, Flimsy. And he said, and the beginning of that is the person understanding. You can have an emotion. It's Meshakela. Meshakela means, yeah, there's pregnancy, there's a development of, of a child. Emotions are always called children. Ben or Bas. There's masculine emotions, there's feminine emotions, there's a son, there's a daughter. But there's children. Emotions are associated with children. Chachma is called the father. Binna is called the mother. We learned many times. Chachma is called Abba. Binna is called Imma. Das is the intimacy. V'adam yada is chava. But then there are the emotions. Emotions are the children. But Chasmashallah Meshakehla, Laisiyah Meshakehla is that, uh, There is uh, the 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 motion dies in utero, or shortly after. In other words, it doesn't last. Akara is that bechlaw. There's no development. There's no uh, there's no fertility. Two two states. Yeah. So the is, it's bar tzecha. Bar tzecha means, I think I own it because I don't realize the, the the truth of the relationship. The truth of the relationship is that. All Avas Hashem, all Yahus Hashem is what Hashem gives me. That's what it is. That's 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 what that's the realness of it. That's what makes it. That God, Hashem, chooses, He wants. Here is a piece of me, here is a piece of Avas Hashem, here is a piece of Yuras Hashem. He says, (laughs) There's another form of Akkara. Vuhukin, it's 157, uh, the second paragraph on top, it says, Mishpatim, I and column one. Achina yesh oid b'chinas Akkara. Vuhukin, in my Merazal, al-posuk ain't la vlad. Afilu beis vlad ain't la. Zagamara mesechti yavamez, The Gemara says, on the posek. It says in Parshas Noyach about Sarah. About, uh, Lechlech uh, about Sarah. Vatihi Akara, Ain Lovlad. Sarah was an Akara. She had no child. So the Gemara asks, it's redundant. An Akara means a barren woman. An Akara is a barren man. Akara is a barren woman. Obviously, if she's an Akara, she's infertile. Ain Lovlad, she doesn't have a child. So the Gemara answers, I feel obeys of It's very different. Sometimes the physical mechanisms are there. It's just a child doesn't happen. There's no conception and an embryo doesn't develop from the, from the connection between the seed of life and the egg. That's, that's, that's one challenge. In fact, sometimes, as we know, Years can pass, everything seems normal from a medical perspective, the potential is there. just didn't happen, there's a special blessing to have a child. The Gemara says, that's akara. Ain'la vlad means, I feel a base vlad, Einla. The home, the base vlad, the uterus, the home, to be able to absorb the embryo, to be able to develop the fetus, Einla, she doesn't have. That's a different type of akara, in so he says, that's it You have before the concept of an Akadam, um, there's no birth. In other words, the pregnancy and the birth don't happen. Sometimes, <clears throat> he says, <clears throat> even the caliph for it doesn't exist. <clears throat> clay le yeah you yeah the expression is tumim. the word tumim means plug nista it's the system is plugged there's no clay kibul. there's no receptacle there's no vessel that's a receptacle to be able to receive heroin, which is impregnation pregnancy ah huh? Sada, ein la, ein, 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 base vlad, ein la. You mean tum tum also have an arm? Kenzay. Al derech zehi neyesh ba adam gam kin pchinazu. By a person, you can also have this dimension. La avidas Hashem. She ain a toifes b'meichiv esich le ha kasher hu machmas she ain le kli A person, sometimes you have a Mashakela and Akara, he said before, this pregnancy. But the Mashakela is the stillborn, etc. Spiritually, we explain what that is. Sometimes you have the Inyan of Akara, that it doesn't develop to that point. Sometimes there's no Kelly. He can't grasp in his mind truth as is, because you always need a keli, a vessel, to be able to hold on to the to emas. Knessus Yisrael, Nikra Kais Yeshuis. Knessus Yisrael, meaning the assembly of the Jewish people, are called Kais Yeshuis. Kais Yeshuis Esau, B'Shem Hashem the whole Knessis Yisrael is called a Kais Yeshuas. What's Pshat Kais? Kais is a cup, a goblet. Shuklei Kibbul, L'kabal HaChasadim Hal it's a kais for Yeshua. It's a kais of Yeshua. What do we mean? Knesset Yisrael is a clay kibble. It's a receptacle. It's an open keli to receive chasadim hal to be able to absorb divine love. That's Knesset Yisrael. V'nikre kais shal bracha. In the expression of chazal, this is called Kaisal shal bracha. Kais shal bracha in halacha, of course, means the kais that we use for bracha, for bracha samaz. When there's ten people, or even according to some opinions, three people, and even according to some opinions, one person. Well, it's usually not done with one person. But it's a kais bracha, meaning it's a kais for birchis And everybody knows that kais bracha has a lot, a lot of halachas. Gemara says, ten things were said by kais bracha. Some of them he's going to discuss. You rinse it out inside and you rinse it out outside and you have to pick it up a tefach. It's a whole process. Ten things are said by Kaushal Brach. The cup that they give you for benching over a cup of wine after the meal. Yeah. So that's the nigla of it, the of it. He says that in the kuda really of Kaushal Brach is Brach represents Knesset Israel. Knesset Israel is a kais. A clay kibble to receive divine love, and it's called kosher bracha. Why? yayin It receives wine. That's what kosher is. You put in wine. Yayin is called yayin amesamech Yayin Wine that brings joy. So it's makabel yayin amesamech. The high is bayinus samael. What is this cup? This is the his The the meditation, the contemplation discussed before in the first, in the first Pedic, in the first section. That Havaya should become Kechem, should be mine. That infinity is mine. That it's real. What do you mean it's mine? Not mine that I own it, that it becomes limited. Mine that it's, it's real. It's like something that, that I put in my pocket, something that I see. It's real to me. That who am I? I am And for that to be able to happen you must have a gift. It's, it's. I can open myself up but I have to open myself up. I have to have a keli, a kois. And that kois is a kois that's receptacle to wine that brings joy. Because there's no joy like the joy of being filled up with the divine reality with divine infinity. That's kosher bracha, but There's one condition in kosher bracha. The Gemara doesn't even have to say it. It's before the ten things. It has to be empty. If the cup is filled to the top, right, with orange juice or with Pepsi, would be a more appropriate marshal. Then it's not a kosher. It's not a kois that you could put in the yait. So It has to be an empty vessel. What is the spiritual? <laughs> when the person fills up the space with himself, meaning with his ego then instead of being an open cup he becomes in his own consideration a something that's separate Something that's completely detached. It's a yesh. Yesh means it's an egotistical being that's separate from the source, from everything, from the true infinity. And therefore his entire occupation is only in what, what his own desires are, desires that come from his separateness. Loimar, saying, this I want this is good for me, Zayni this I can do, any of these types of words, aden mispar. this concept you can relate and elaborate on, details and details of details, ad infinitum, to no number, how much a person can become detached and separate, and therefore, all they're doing is trying to protect themselves. This, I can't do this, I can't, this, I can't, this, I could. He says, he just gives three Mishalim, and then he says, So there's the details of it. But generally, Every person could find this in their own soul. Those who consider themselves businessmen, meaning they're involved all day in... The pursuits of making a living. But they shouldn't think that this is exclusive to people who are outside in the world. It's true about the Yashmiriyah equally. equally. Yashmiriyah means people who sit in the tents, they sit and learn. In everything, there's only one thing he has to say. I. That's the only, that's the only thing he has to say. In every conversation, there's one akud. Ani. It can express itself in a thousand ways. This was in Maasalmat, and this was in the learning. But the Kudah, the, the software is different. But the hard drive, yeah, is the same. Maybe even the hard drive is different, but the chip is the same. What happens is, his mind, his brain is plugged. It's, it's, it's sealed. It's not, That's called timtum hamayach. Nothing goes in. Why does nothing go in? Because it's not a clay raken. The vessel is not empty. Why is the vessel not empty? Because I'm in a mode of separateness, so therefore all I have is my own defense mechanisms called the ego, and that's what my keli is filled up with. So in mela, I can't even open up a keli to have a child. To have a child, I was talking spiritually, there has to be a womb. The definition of the womb is, a womb creates a keli every single month. The miracle of biology is, that Hashem created, is that the organism, the female organism, creates a keli. The question is, if the keli is going to be filled, or the keli is not going to be filled. If the keli is filled, it's called pregnancy. If the keli is not filled, so at some point the uterus dissolves, pushed it biologically, and that's what creates the damnida, the blood of the monthly cycle, because the keli dissolved, it broke, and it creates a lot of damn, a lot of blood, which we're going to discuss later. But to be, to be, that's before that. So sometimes the Gemara says, Akara, ain't la beis It's not that the child didn't come in, there was no conception, there was no embryo. Even the keli for it doesn't exist. What says the keli for it doesn't exist. It's not that I'm waiting, nobody showed up, God didn't show up. That's something else. That's something else. Because God is present. God is present. You create a Kaylee, yeah? He wants a relation. He always wants a relationship. The question is, in what level, how much is being expressed, how much is being manifested. But uh, even what a base of love means, that I don't have an openness to it. I don't have an openness to experience, to say, say it in a simple sentence, to experience life as oneness with infinity. Why? Because I'm stuck. My Kali is filled up. What is it filled up? It's filled up with what he calls here, he's busy saying this I want, this is good for me, this I can't do. And the bottom line is, in everything I just have to say, me, I. And he said, this doesn't have to do, you shouldn't think. A person sits and learns all day, so how can he be shy to such a thing? He's sitting and learning holy things. He says, if he'll look in his soul, he'll find it. In other words, he may be doing great things and, and wonderful things or somebody may be in a different field. He so says, that's not negaya. This pratam or Pratam, how it's manifested is endless. But if a person looks in their soul, they often see that there is an essential blockage that comes from the fact that I don't know how to really open. Open up. So the Ani is the only thing I have. It's my last thief. It's my last defense. What, what do you want? You want me to empty out the Kaylee? What is it going to be left with? Or to put it in different words, if you want, to be able to create an empty vessel takes a lot of guts because it's going to be empty. And what if it, no, what if nobody fills it up? Nobody fills it up. It gets bloody. Pun intended. Emotionally, I'm talking about. That's not an easy experience. At least if I fill it up, good, but it's this is my security. Why does a person always say ani? I always say any because that's that's uh, my, my survival. Uh, you have it in an extreme. It's called nar- narcissism. So that's in an extreme of it. But what is that really? It's really I can't trust anybody in this world. So everything has to be a mirror. I just always have to find myself in it. So that's in an extreme manifestation. But in the Nakud of the Alter Rebbe, it is that it's expressed in so many different ways. By so many different people in so many different situations. What does this do? My brain is plucked. There's no bracha. There's, I can't receive the No, <clears throat> What's the etza? No? What are you doing? Somebody comes into the office and the kaili is still the top and you can't even say anything. What's Huh? You learn this maimah with them to have two tada iris and say lam <coughs> and amaymer. Also, even if the therapy doesn't help, the valley will enter little chasadis. <laughs> what's the etze? To form an empty vessel. On this, the Pasuk says, in Tehillim, which means a heart that is nishbar, that is fragmented, is God does not disgrace. And another pasuk is, in Yeshaya Hanavi, daka Eshkain Daka Ushva Ruach. I dwell in the humble one, in the Daka, in the one that's crushed. What does this mean? So when people read this pasuk, it's like, Lev you have to break your heart. You say, what, what does it mean, break your heart? What does it mean? He says, commercial?" it's not a breaking. He gives it a very simple Moshal, but the muscle changes everything. It's Uman HaOisakli. If you ever watched, a craftsman constructing a vessel. A potter. You ever saw a potter? Anybody ever saw a potter, huh? Yeah. What does he do? <laughs> he takes a hammer and he claps. He claps around and around until he creates a cavity. Uh, a chalal is a cavity, an empty space. If he wants a deeper keli, obviously he has to pound much more and stronger in a longer time. That depends on the nature of the vessel. But that's what the Uman does. adam. The same is true. A person has to become that craftsman. Yitkeh, sh'la Now these are heavy words. What's the etzer for this person? The space has to become empty. He should not occupy the space. There has to be a space that is completely empty. As though it's mamish naught and nothingness. And that moment when you think you have nothing, that's the moment you open yourself up to everything. It's not an easy moment, this. Because this hammer... When you're looking at it superficially, whatever there was, I'm knocking out. What am I creating? Nothingness, a cavity, an empty space. You're not filling it. God is going to have to fill it. You can't fill it. Even if you want, you can't fill it. That's why children is a blessing. Everything in biology is a miracle. But with children, you see it. Sometimes as a couple and everything is working, and it's not working. Because that's the Nekudah there's the filling it but we're not talking now we're talking about the base of law the clay rakon the clay rakon the emptiness yeah, is a feeling of ayin ve'efes mamash there's like an openness an emptiness that his whole mokum is pon no kilu ayin mamash and that takes a hammer and it can happen in two ways it can happen in two ways the Balatanya had a son the Mittler Rebbe so he said this with more elaboration as I usually do so he explains it happens in two ways One is it can happen through his bainanus, meaning through self-initiation. And one is through life circumstances. So the second one, everybody understands. The chiddush is that it can happen also the first way. Life circumstances means that certain people experience certain things in life and they just can't be in denial anymore. Sometimes it happens later in life. You know, we each build up for ourselves, I shouldn't say all of us, but many of us, we build for ourselves certain, what they call in English today, comfort zones, which we live in. You know, your life is manageable, we're talking about a functional, more or less successful person, you know, it's like the palace you live in. The fish do it to welcome their mates, you know, the catfish or the other fish, we build or the birds do it, you know, they ever see birds clean up the nest, huh? And we also do it, we're tidy, Yeah. We have bigger nests, especially in Muncie, and you're tidy, you, cle- you clean up your mess, and more or less life is under control. So that's a good thing, that people's life should be organized and under control. But what often happens is, it also gives room for tremendous uh, stagnation, for paralysis, for a certain form of, uh, of, of, of of deadness. This is who I am, and this is it, and nothing can pierce it. And then sometimes there comes a situation where life circumstances shake up people, and they shake up people to the core. It can happen as a result of a breakdown in a marriage. It can happen as a result of a challenge with children, a child or with children. Different types of challenges. Psychological, emotional, physical, spiritual. It can happen as a result of other circumstances in life. Health issues, financial issues midlife crises or other things and then this this uh, structure that i built there's holes everywhere the ceiling is caving in the walls are caving in yeah you ever had a flood in your house right you're sitting in the dining room and suddenly what you thought was a comfortable room is one big curva. so psychologically everything is caving in on the person what happens at that moment what happens at that moment is many of us still resist <laughs> You resist. You you move into the basement. <laughs> you move into the basement. Other, you create substitutes. You create compensations. Yeah, yeah. Some people check out of life at that moment. They emotionally close up. What happens though to some people is this process that actually the Kaylee empties out. The person stops trying to be in control and resisting. Yeah but they actually open themselves up to their own emptiness, to their own Mm -hmm. sense of ignorance, to their own sense of uncertainty. And as he puts it, and there's probably no better words for for this, I never saw a better description for this emotional state he occupies no space i feel like i know nothing i have no space i i don't know what this i looks like anymore i'm ready to reshape it completely like the potter yeah takes his uh his mud and his uh, and his uh his wheel i in the i don't recognize the i from the past it's not doing anything for me anymore so i say goodbye to it i don't recognize it what fills that space now A sense of complete emptiness. Lev nishba. What's a broken heart? A broken heart doesn't mean you take a heart with a hammer and you break it. A broken heart means that there's cracks in the ego so that the light could come in. First taste. That's what a broken heart means. Lev nishba doesn't mean people think I'll break your heart. I'll insult you. I'll denigrate you. No, that's part of the, that's part of the neurosis. Lev nishbar means this cracks, this cracks that allows it to open to something else. It allows it to get rid of what's inside and open it itself up. <laughs> Yeshua means he becomes humble. The word yitka means like crushed, like fragmented. Yeshua he becomes humble. Like, uh, it's a posture of humility. Sp- emotionally speaking. A classic example for this is the story in Gemara Maseches Tainas. It's an incredible story, Dav The Gemara tells the following story. There was a Jew, Rebel Lazar, the son of Reb Shimon. Stam Reb Shimon, by Yechai, his son, Rebel Lazar by Reb One of the greatest sages of his time was coming back from his rebbe, where he was learning. He was going back home. He was very, he was very good mood. It's probably a good year or a good few weeks, and he was, he uh, was like a shmak. The new says he was coming home. He was riding on a donkey at the bank of a river on the way home. There was another Jew riding on a donkey, and he meets him. You know, when you stop at the red lights, pull down the window. And he sees, and he sees her So he says what we would think is very appropriate. He says, Shalom Aleichem Rabbi." Greetings, my teacher, my master. So Rebelazah looks at him and says four words, Kama Makhur Adamza. How ugly can a human being be? How ugly, mechur. perhaps Perhaps all the people in your city are as ugly as you. And he uses the word reika, how empty. Empty. The man did not lose his cool. He said, Go to the craftsman who made me, the one who fashioned, and tell him. This vessel that you constructed is pretty grotesque and repulsive. So the Belozzi felt bad. <laughs> no kidding. So he asked forgiveness. So the guy says, I'm not going to be Michael. You go to the craftsman who made me and tell him, it's, it's ugly. Your, your vessel was a pretty big failure in this case. They come to the city. Apparently, the Olam knew he's coming, Nebalazah. So the whole city came out to be Makabal Panam. You know, the Nebba Kimtenstadt came to the city, everybody came. This fellow sees a whole crowd coming. So he asked somebody, they're not coming for me. Who are they coming to greet? They said, What do you mean? Nebalaza Brib Shimon. He says, Who is that? He says, one of the Gdailiadar, one of the leader of the generation. He says, if he's a leader of the generation, let's pray. That we don't have such leaders in our in among our midst. They said, "What happened?" So he told them the story how he insulted him. So they said, "You should forgive him because he's a great person." So he said, "I'll forgive him." <laughs> he shouldn't turn this into a habit that when somebody says "Shalom Aleichem," you look at him and you say, "Wow, where did this ugliness come from?" And the Gemara says, And he went to the Bhimma and he said that um, person should be soft as a reed and not harsh as a cedar tree. And that's why of, the mezuzas, were written from uh, from a uh, you use a cone a reed to, to to produce them. That's the end of the story. No, how do you how do you understand this story? <laughs> Let's say you're not a gadol hadar, yeah. Let's say you're just a regular regular guy. Forget even a person. Forget even about Judaism. You're, you're a regular fine gentile, yeah. And somebody comes over to you and says, "Good morning, <laughs> good Shabbos. How are you?" No, w- w- what's the response? Even if you're in the worst of moods, even if you're having a bad day, right? You ever? Yeah. Good job, good morning. How are you? Wow, you're so ugly. <coughs> Who ever heard of such a response? It says, no, he was in a good mood. So even if you're, 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 a little frivolous and you're feeling a little pompous, but, uh, what's the word? You're feeling a little, uh, there's a word for it in English. Um, uh, jolly, euphoric. What, what's this, what's this abuse? The guy didn't do anything. The guy said, It's a very difficult story to understand. The Marsha asks an interesting question. When the man forgives him, he doesn't say, never do it again. He says, don't make a habit out of it. Once a month, it's fine. never do it. Not an easy story to understand. I'll tell you a beer, an explanation. <clears throat> That I heard from the Reb about, about this. He says the Shimon was not narcissistic, he was not pompous, he was actually very sensitive. He sometimes used meet a person, he says, Chachmas Adam You could see on a person's face who they are. If you're sensitive, the chachma of a person is on a person's face. You look into the eyes, you could see your person. Not everybody, but a lot of people could see. Belazabi Hsimon, due to his connection to his soul and to God and to people, looked at this person and he really saw that this man is in the dumps. In today's language, I'm just using my own language to explain, today's language we call it an addict. An addict. What's the definition of an addict? An addict is you don't even have control. The disease took over. We lost control. Rebbe realized that this person needs what we would call today shock treatment. And that's what he was trying to do. Empty one, how ugly are you? And it's not even about you. Maybe you come from such an environment. But do you realize how ugly you are? There's nothing left. There's nothing left. There's no humanness in you. There's no dignity in you. Rebbe felt that if he doesn't shake him to his core... There's no hitikva. There's no hope. There's no nothing to hold on to. Positive reinforcement could work if you can touch a place of positivity, right? If I could say, I I, I could see the nitzuts. So you could see the nitzuts. But what if you can't see your own nitzuts? Your brain is fried. So we all know such people. Some of some people know this very personally. They'll say, if he doesn't hit rock bottom, nothing is going to happen. Why not? Why not? Speak to him. The answer is, you're in a, in a, in a, in an orbit that goes down and down and there's nothing to do. There's no, I can't talk to you. You're, you're completely in, in your own delusion. So he says, ka Kama Adams, how ugly are you? What does the man tell him? Go tell the woman that made me, Kama <inaudible> Machor The Rebbe This was not a refutation of what Rebeleza said. This was a response. Rebeleza succeeded. For the first time in his life, the man protested that he has dignity. It was Rebeleza's achievement. The first time in his life, the man felt that he's a keli, he's a vessel, somebody made him, he was designed, there's a purpose in him, not just there's a God who made him, he calls Hashem an uman, there's a difference, I could make you, and I could make you purposefully, very different. There's people, theists, God made the world, why he was born. That's what artists do, they sit and they scribble, so God scribbled one day, that's not an uman. (laughs) Anuman, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> I build a vessel for a purpose because you ordered it. This is what the doctor ordered. This is what the Balabusta ordered for the dining room. Laikhlu <laughs> and tell him this vessel that you made is disgusting. For the first time in his life, he felt he has a craftsman who made him with a purpose. There's meaning in his life. This was not a refutation of what Ribballah said. This is a result of Rebel He actually broke through the clipper. He broke through the shell. He got, he got to, he got to something. He got to a piece of light. That's why the man later didn't say don't do it. Don't make it a habit. (laughs) This is not the regular way how to inspire people. (laughs) The regular way is not to come over and say, wow, you're really ugly. You are so ugly, like, Probably in your city. I mean, that's what they—that's what the, that's the Kool-Aid you drank. I'm not judging you, but you're like ugly. Usually, you could be typhus, on uh, 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 a kud of goodness and build on it, but not always. Sometimes you can't. And when you can't, then you could run away, or you could remain there. But the only way to remain there and help the person is you must crack. You must shatter the layers and layers and layers of toxicity, of denial, of lies, of deception, of insecurities, of egotism, of narcissism, of, of stus, of insanity, of trauma. Any other words that I'm not getting? It's mamish it's it's like a it's a it's a it's a mansion of lies. What is it called? A mansion man, uh, 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 huh? I'm, I'm not a house. A house is git. A mansion, you live in a planet of lies and lie a lie after lie after lie, and not necessarily conscious, but all delusion after Christ. That's why the Belozzo asked Mechila, <laughs> because the fact that it worked so fast, the, said, the fact that it worked so fast demonstrated to him that it wasn't as bad as he thought. <laughs> the fact that the man right away fell to Uban, it means his soul was closer to the surface. But the person I understood said, if this is a God will be a a leader has to be able to know the difference. If, if you're not getting the difference between the two, it's dangerous. So he said, this shouldn't be a habit. This, you have to be very sensitive when you use it. Sometimes other people do it to us. Sometimes life circumstances do it. And it's actually a moment of birth. Not birth, it's a moment you created a uterus. Creating a uterus is not a small thing in life. It's a clay kibble. That's not a small thing. People think it's their lowest moment. In many ways, you're not going to get a higher moment than this. You know why? Because you got rid of all the dirt, all the filth. I There's nothing there you feel like. I am the mamish mamish Nishkeferlich. that moment that moment you what what am i what am i there's no i want i say i believe you can almost hear the conversation in 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 an, I say i believe i want you say i say i said i want but i can't but i this what's wrong if you, if you take these words out of context what's wrong with somebody saying i can't do this this is what i want this is good for me these are actually very nice words he says, he gives three examples. <laughs> no, what's wrong? Isn't that what people say every day? Can you lend me money? I can't. <laughs> <laughs> this is good for me, this I want. Yeah, These are not bad words. <laughs> but very often, the context where it's coming from is a complete blindness to reality. In other words, it's about that. I can't, I want, this is good for me. What the real Nikod here is, there's no real openness. It's just... I don't like not finishing a sentence, but sometimes I can't finish the sentence. (laughs) The I can't, this I want, this is good for me, these are almost instinctive. This is the MO in which I'm operating in. It's not coming from a place of strength, of awareness. It's coming from a place of weakness. It's protection. It's already a pre-written script. And that's why he says, and every person's expressed in a different way. This person is a Talmud Chachim. He sits and learns all day. Yeah. But when he gets that telephone call once a day, how he responds is the same problem. Balter Rebbe had a breit gait. He wasn't afraid to say, to say it about this. This is a true. A-yayshav-ayel, Abbas. In other words, calling him a yayshav because people say, "Well, he's sitting and learning. Mashchei al-abes The Gemariah says, once you're in the base of the medrash, goes away. There's no yetzahara anymore. Right? The Gemariah in Kiddush, and everybody knows, ever told us to you, in Pogba b'cha manuval za, Mashchei al-abes So he says, but some manuvalim sneak into the base Madrash. <laughs> <laughs> huh? So sometimes it happens through life circumstances. Sometimes it happens through meeting a blessing in your life. And sometimes it can happen through his bainennus. What's his bainennus? His bainennus doesn't mean his bainennus, I contemplate this on my own because my contemplation is usually part of the problem. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right my I'm stuck but his beninus means that the person sometimes in life can really open themselves up to something greater you take a hammer and you and you pound it and you create a chalol you create a base vlada a clay kibble okay your daughter so, the, 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 don't make risotto before the gluten free you understood yeah I'm, i get it I usually have to run out please stay this far in this direction wow whoa, whoa. so that you said near roggel so it means loierogolaszki so it means that just, it worked with me but a real question like this can is... destroy. Of course, of course. That's why it's so important. it works. It works. But it's not... If it's misplaced, if it's misplaced, you're not going to. Not only will it not be productive, it'll be destructive. So how many people get discouraged by some rabbis making some comments on that? But that was a different comment. He wasn't making a comment because of his own insecurity. You understand? He was in a wholesome place. That's why the Gemara says he was happy. If he was angry, he was happy. He was coming from learning Torah, so be nice to people. Torah is supposed to make you nice, not selfish. The Vart is, he was really tuning in to the person. A lot of people, when they say negative things, it's just their own, uh, they're miserable. And then you see how people take it, Then, then it's very destructive. Thank you, De Can I trouble you to, uh, powerful Vart, huh? Mazelte for the Shvesta. And Abinianadeyad. Sachsimchas. Oh, thank you so much. Excellent. Reb Moshe. When was the last time somebody gave this back to you? A day fire later. It's coming tomorrow. <laughs> 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 yeah. <laughs> <Huh>? Tafasta. <laughs> Arboim yoyim v'ninvei nepeches. to <laughs> This uh, mamish the breakage of the, no. uh, in the emptiness, and I don't know how to deal with. <laughs> huh? It's good you hear. I'm, I'm 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 happy for myself just because I know something's coming, But it's very possible to do. Something. It's very painful. Painful is not the word. Uh... We stop recognizing ourselves. You don't recognize yourself. It's very hard. We have to acknowledge that too. When a person doesn't recognize himself anymore. Huh? whatever a person goes through, God goes through it's one, it's like a parent and a child there's nothing that a person goes through that Hashem doesn't go through there's a complete achdos always the shadow of death the valley of the shadow of death what do you think that looks like the valley of the shadow of death what do you think that looks like what do you think, like? do you think, like? do you think it's eating sushi at a bar mitzvah I'm oh, sure that may be too. <laughs> this class is brought to you by the yeshiva.net